Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for 10 Minute Tuesday. This is your host, Seiku Tyler, and this is episode 20. I cannot believe I'm at episode 20. I just feel like I just started this thing last week. So shout out to everyone who has recorded with me, who has subscribed, who has watched, who has shared. And I'm really appreciative of everybody who has been watching my content. I just can't believe that. Um, the amount of love and likes and just good energy I've got since I started this. Um, I want to do something special for this. Outside of my wife, who always supports my crazy ideas, um, I wanted to highlight my Lovelytics family. When I started this idea, I reached out to Trey, Chantilly, and Kayla, Melissa, and Scott. And I was like, hey, man, I'm trying to start this podcast. Um, I got this idea. You know, would you all be guests? It's a 10 minute Tuesdays. It's easy recording. You know, I would love to have your help with it. And every one of them was so supportive. I was like, yeah, I got you. So big shout out to you five. Um, I wanted to highlight and make a uh, favorite episode, if you will. And you really, you know, highlight and talk about and, and bring out different perspectives um, from the episodes that we recorded. So this episode will be a mashup of different parts from the previous five uh, podcast recorders that we have with each individual guest. And so if you wanna go back and listen to the full episodes, they're available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to match this up and get it together and show you all um, process. Thanks for everybody who, again, who has liked, share, and subscribe. Um, I'm really appreciative. I'm gonna keep it going, I'm gonna keep it moving. I'm expecting big things and big momentum and just excited to keep it going. So with that, let's go ahead and hop into 10 Minute Tuesday. And if you haven't already, please like, share, subscribe. I'm gonna keep reiterating that. Um, and yeah, y'all have a great day. What compels you to even get into data to begin with? Like, how do you even start out? Like, hey, I want to be in data. Oh, that's a <laughs> that's a I guess a, a long story, but to make it short. So when I initially um, went into college. Uh, I actually wanted to be an architect, um, and not a data architect, like a, a real, real deal architect, like building houses, designing houses, and whatnot. Like that was my thing. Like coming out of high school, you know, I applied to Virginia Tech. They have a great architecture school, and um, you know, unfortunately, wasn't able to get in on like the the first initial pass. It was they actually only at that time. I think they were accepting like eight students a semester, so oh, wow. it's a really hard school to get into. Um, but in, in any case, uh, I, I very much like to build things, design things. Um, that was kind of my uh, thing as a kid. Uh, and then when I, um, you know, as I grew up, you know, I, I also, you know, huge into technology, uh, huge technologist. I just, you know, love gadgets, tech, anything that comes out is new. I'm kind of just, you know, interested in it. Um, so that kind of played a part as well. Um, so anyway, you know, going back to my, my college career, I had, um, you know, applied to architecture school, didn't get in. And then I was, you know, looking at, you know, maybe some other things, you know, to take some classes sort of within the area. So I could, you know, if I wanted to transfer in, I could without having to do a lot of catch up. Um, so I was kind of, you know, taking some engineering classes, which would apply towards architecture degree. And now as I started to take those, I got into um, some computer science classes, uh, did a few, you know, programming things, started, you know, messing around with some data uh, analytics in uh, one particular project that I had. And that kind of led me to, I was like, wow, you know, this is, you know, kind of really cool. I like, you know, working with this stuff, um, you know, databases, I mean. And so, you know, I took a few more classes in that area and I was like, you know what, maybe I should, uh, you know, just consider you know, working within, you know, something within data. And luckily, you know, uh, Virginia Tech, the School of Business actually had a program 
uh, information technology program uh, that I was able to check out. And uh, I, you know, sort of immediately loved it. And from there, you know, I, you know, worked through, worked my way through that program, uh, learned a lot of different things, had to take a lot of different classes on statistics, um, you know, databases, uh, the old, you know, sort of Irwin modeling, all that good stuff. <laughs> um, and ultimately, yeah, I kind of, you know, got into a career that actually reflected my major because, um, I, you know, I switched majors um, actually a couple of times. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of what led me to getting into data and yeah, I've kind of just been here since. Awesome. Um, awesome. So yeah, I, I just, like I said, I just really like uh, building, designing things and um, sort of that, even though it's not, you know, housing, like I originally planned, yeah. <laughs> it still, it still allows me to like scratch that itch, right? So yeah. Uh, yeah, I really love it. What's one lesson on your job that you think that you learned on the job, but everybody should learn at some point in their life? Um, how to interact with different types of people, I would say. Um, I think from a technical standpoint, I've always been like really good, but the soft skills standpoint, I had to to learn over the 13 years there in corporate America, you encounter different personalities. Um, <laughs> you encounter some of those know-it-alls, right? Um, and especially when you're in the, on the consultant side of things, it could be a little it can be a little difficult because your clients are the ones that are, are paying the bills. Um, so I would say like really early on, it, it took a lot for me to like learn myself and learn to how to, how to interact with like other people in general. Yeah. Thanks for the validation on that. That was one of my earlier uh, hurdles was how to interact with certain personalities, especially when you come in as the expert or the know-it-all, you, you know, you're supposed to know this, but how do you interact with certain personalities when it's not a natural fit? So that was exactly. a lesson that I have. So definitely oh, yeah. thanks for the, the confirmation. <laughs> if nothing else, I got something big just from that, you know, from that statement alone. So that's, that's incredible. What is, you know, one of your biggest failures that you had, you know, throughout your career and what did you learn from it and something that's transitional that, that you, you know, still pull from today? You know, I've given this some thought and I, I wouldn't consider it a failure. I would say that it's something that I regret and have like pivoted from. Um, and it's being mindful of who has access to you. Um, often in corporate spaces, we feel like we must be friends with everyone but like everyone is not your friend. Yeah. Understanding how to finesse the corporate political landscape and understanding the difference between an actual friend and an acquaintance, um, but also pulling back from those relationships that you're, you're seeing all the red flags, listen to the red flags yeah. and find a way to kind of slowly exit out of it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I think that could be another 10 minute episode just on that <laughs> alone. Just talking about the flags and everything. Oh yeah. Definitely learned that lesson as well. Uh, what has been your biggest failure and then what did you learn from that experience in your career? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure anyone who does like any type of reporting probably can relate to this, but like, um, Back for um, a, a healthcare company I was working for, um, we had a, a standard report that needed to go out. And it was a big deal because it went to like exec leadership. Um, and uh, when I came into that role, I kind of took over that report. But um, like there were there were so many components of it trying to get up to speed really quick. And so I think maybe a few re reports in something broke. And I thought, you know, I, I got it. 
like I'll figure it out. Um, but then it came very close to the deadline and I realized like, all right, this is not going to happen yeah. by tomorrow. <laughs> like, okay. So I had to, you know, pull in my boss and say, Hey, listen. So for me, that felt like a failure because I was trying to figure it out without having to pull in my, my boss. But I think the biggest thing I learned from that was like raise, you know, raise the alarm as soon as you need to yeah. like ask the questions, don't, you know, put it off. So it's kind of like the fail fast, you know, mindset of like, if I would have addressed those questions or brought it up to my manager earlier, then we probably could have figured it out. But me trying to is, you know, problem solve and fit, like, yeah, yeah I could fix yeah. it. Yeah. And, and, and kind of waiting too late, you know, was a problem. So that was probably the biggest thing. Now I try to like, if there's a question, if something looks off, like trying to discuss that as soon as possible. Yeah, that that proactive and fail fast uh, mentality helps out so much on the back end. Right, the more you can yeah. get stuff and raise your hand, but that initial lesson of like, man, I got this. You know, I'll be able to figure this thing out. And yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, <laughs> I need help, or we're not gonna make the <laughs> deadline. And then just the the whether it's the the I won't say the perception, but just how you're like, man, I got this. I don't need the help. And the feeling yeah. of letting somebody down of a deadline that just really stinks. Yeah. And it's like, it's always a balance of like, like how much time should I put in trying to solve yeah. it versus just, you know, just asking somebody. So it's, it's it's like a, it's something I'm like always kind of, you know, trying to calibrate, but yeah. the sooner you can address it typically is I think the better. All right. So what is one piece of advice you'd give someone who's just starting out in their career? Probably around like more to do with how you integrate yourself into the culture of a company and like the problems, I, I guess the solutions that you bring as part of that. Like I think about, the people who, you know, at other jobs and, uh, and and even here, the people that I, I work with that are constantly bringing like well thought out ideas and like constant innovation. And like as part of that, not necessarily bringing just problems, but being like, hey, this is sort of a problem, whether it's culture related, whether it's technical related, whether it's sales related, I don't care. But, like they come with, hey, here's the problem. And here's a here's an idea of how we can fix it. Or, hey, we should pull this person into the picture. And so I guess how that relates to someone starting their career is like, if you can really establish yourself as someone who like is a doer, right? Somebody comes in like, hey, here's here's what we should do. Let's work on this. And I'm not saying you need to be like the person leading every initiative. It's just so much more about creating that image inside of the culture that you're someone who like just gets it done. You're not causing the problems, you're fixing the problems. And um, I don't, you know, I don't think that necessarily means you need to like be selfless and um, you know, constantly just do things for the greater good of the company, right? But I think it 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 is that plus making sure that you have a path to success. And those people that do that, in my opinion, um, you know, really just are able to, to go higher and higher in their career. So that's it. That's episode 20. Thank you so much for watching it. And if you have not already, please like, share, and subscribe. And we will talk to y'all next week. Y'all have a great day.